is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. Your war room for insider news and draft analysis from deep within the confines of Cowboys headquarters at the Star in Frisco. The Dallas Cowboys select Ezekiel Elliott. And now, your hosts, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, and Brian Broadus. Well, good morning uh, from uh, everybody here at the Draft Show. We're here at the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Brian Broaddus, Dan Brugler, David Hellman, Kent Garrison, executive producing. Uh, it is uh, Combine Eve for us. Will you leave tonight? Yep, I fly to Indy tonight. And David and uh, myself. And Why didn't we do that? I don't know. Because now we got to get up at 4.30 in the morning to catch a 7 that's, o'clock flight. It's okay. That's, you like that, though. Like I the, do. The old man and you. I do. You dig getting up as early as humanly possible. I do. I enjoy like to. I enjoy trying to see if you'll make it to the airport on time. Oh, I'll be there. It's with, a test with bells on. It's a test, David. You need to kind of be ready to roll. I feel like I've been the first one there the last two years, or was it last year? Where uh, I think I, I kind of you kind of you and Kent last year, me and Kent squeaked on yeah, the plane yeah. like thirty think, seconds before. I think I, I, Kent Kent had a strange look on his face when he was the last one on and shut the door behind him. When you get there two hours early and still don't make it, yeah, that, that was the security that was, line. That was weird. Oh, yeah. that you guys need to fault. figure out the shorter security line. Got to get there four hours early. I guess we we still haven't done our TSA pre-check. You need to go a little further up. Don't always go to the one. Just go a little Whatever. further up. All right. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll be there. I know you will be. We'll be there. Looking forward to that. It is, uh, like I said, uh, Combine Week. So uh, I do want to get into some Combine, uh, some do's, some don'ts, some good, some bad, some help me Dane Brugler. Yeah, this is the big Combine preview. Uh, try to set the stage so you know what you're looking for, what to yeah. expect. Uh, and uh, let's just get right into it. You know, I think most people know what the combine is, but really you can, when you think about it, break it up into four different categories. You have your medicals, which are the most important. By far. That's why the combine was created back in the 80s. It was. So, you know, these prospects wouldn't have to go city to city, uh, you know, getting looked at by a doctor here, doctor there, MRI here. All, they just do it at one central location. It's true. Uh, and Indy, a big reason they do it in Indy is because of the amount of medical equipment within a, you know, a mile radius. So it is, it is one of the great cities ever. The combine was invented. Indy was invented for this combine. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I mean, Indy is a, is a great town to begin with. Yeah. But the the way that they're the the way the hotel situation well it's the, convention center yes the walking ability the ho, the right. hotels the hospitals the workout facility everything that you need to bring a massive amount of people into one central location and make it work as smoothly as they do right Indianapolis is a perfect city even in the oh, winter in, where, exactly and not to mention they've been doing it there so long they've almost got it down to a science I mean uh, it's one of the few cities in this country that you can drop me in the middle of it and I'll find any I'll, I know where everything is yeah. I've been going there since 92 find your way to the Weber grill I know exactly Saturday night 8 p.m. by the way nice. <laughs> beer can chicken beer can chicken gosh I hope they have it this time I will be really the Pretzel rolls. They got to have the pretzel rolls. Oh, I'm going to eat so many pretzel rolls. <laughs> but anyway, but no, but the central, I mean, the fact of matter, the medical. Right. That's first and foremost what's most important. That's why the combine is created, and that's that's what matters the most. Number two, the interviews. Yeah. A chance for coaches, general managers, scouts to get Owners. in front of these guys. Absolutely. And this is, for a lot of these players, their first impression. The scouts have been on the road. 
but for general managers, head coaches, especially with these juniors, guys that weren't at the Senior Bowl, guys that weren't at during you know the All Star Circuit, chance to sit down with them, uh, watch tape together. Uh, you know, okay, you know what's uh, what kind of technique you're using here? What's the name of this play? Hey, run them through the tape, run them through you know whiteboard, different things like that. Find out more about who they are as a person, their personality. It's really a chance to make a great first impression with uh, the head decision makers of each team. Uh, and then, of course, the third would be the the sexy part of the event, which is the 40-yard dash, the agility drills, the positional drills, what we see on the field, a chance for the players to put quantitative data next to kind of the you know the tape. Tape, yeah. What, what scouts have been looking at for the last eight, nine months, a chance to put numbers to that to compare and contrast these guys, which... You know, we can overrate at times, but at the end of the day, it's just a way to kind of cross-check what you see on tape. A chance to, okay, well, this guy ran a 4.55. I thought he was more of a 4.45 right. uh, athlete uh, speed in the 40-yard dash. So a chance to kind of cross-check yourself. And then, of course, fourth would be the measurements. A chance to get exact height, weight, length, uh, hand size, wingspan, uh, everything else, uh, all the measurements on these players, especially the juniors. A lot of the seniors, we have numbers from either from spring, the spring right. and then the all-star uh, circuit, but then also with the underclassmen, guys that we don't have uh, exact measurements on, chance to do at the combine. So brief four categories, uh, and we'll start by kind of going through each category and who are important names to watch and eat. Yeah, let me add a fifth category, and I'll let you comment it real quick. I want to get back, but let me add the fifth category, the element that we're a part of. The media side of it, which sure. has become a firestorm. Yes, yeah. You know, I mean, you get you know, you get some guys that uh, you get some you know these players. They they bring them through. They put them at the podium. There's been time, there's been times where I remember with with golf the 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 quarterback at the Rams and how the small hand size. Those questions came from the media. Yeah, there was a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of questions about medical. I remember Jalen Smith. Yeah, a lot of questions about his knee. What and he was trying to answer them, and they, and they just kept firing questions at him, you know. And so there's that fit. There's that fifth element that's really not club level, but it is part of what the players have to go through now. Right. And it, I mean, it can and give, it's us. It can right. give you some some fun insight into these guys and like what their makeup is and how well they handle that. Some, I mean. So many of these guys, if you play at even a moderately large college program, I feel like you should be used to that by now. But, you know, like you said, I mean, uh, Jared Goff was like mad. He was know? mad. Yeah, it's fun. And I'm uh, in a weird I was so impressed by Joey Bosa when he went through all that, which like he was goofy and like he he didn't have like that polish, like that professional polish, but like he just handled it with like this goofy ease that was just really impressive. Like it just kind of just, you know, dirt off his shoulder. Type he's, of deal. He's, he seemed like he just walked off uh, a beach somewhere surfing. Yeah. Just that, you know, just that yeah. demeanor, his, uh, his tone. Just, yeah, I agree with it, but it, it is fascinating because you know, they're, they go through a lot of media training and all that, but during interviews with teams, they need to be open as po as, as possible as I can. But with the media, you have to be, even just a little guarded about what you say. And, you know, I remember, was it two years ago when, uh, with the Ole Miss players, with Laramie Tunsil yeah. outed 
one of the other guys Kim about Dici. Kim Dichi. Yeah. yeah, about oh man, yeah, Kim Dichi. Yeah. All of his questions were about like jumping off a yeah. balcony yeah. and all this other stuff. So you have to, you want to be open, but you want to, you have to be a little guarded as well, and it's just all part of the the media part. So yeah, that's no, that's that's a good point uh, to add to the week that these players have to, you know, part of the gauntlet they have to go through. I think another interesting thing for us, and it's not so much for the players and stuff. What I enjoy the combine is. The fact that we bump into people that we know professionally, oh, yeah. have friendships with, you know, you might go around the corner and talk to somebody that, you know, you hadn't seen in a while and, and get a, you know, I, I was, I was asking a lot of questions last year about Joe Mixon, mm. you know, and, and we, and we, you and I, we all had our back and forth about Joe Mixon mm-hmm. and where he would go and stuff. But the, the combine again, brings everybody together. They interview the coaches, the general manager, the head coach, general managers, club presidents, people who get up there who are responsible for their team. And you can kind of learn a little bit about that. And maybe when you get them off on the side, I'm interested now that John Gruden's back in the mix. Right. You know, I'm going to be interested in going and talk to him and, and kind of get his perspective on some of these players. I mean, I know he's already dove into a little bit of what they're going to do and stuff like that, kind of get his idea. But that's one thing, the great thing about the combine, it does get everybody together. Okay, with all that being said, though, go through and kind of give me an idea of how you want to break this thing down. How how do you want to – how would you going in approaching of all the categories, how would you do that? All right, well, let's – and let's include your fifth category in – the team interview, right? Uh, so we, we, that's just part of it, yeah. Right, exactly. Right, right. So we can talk about it. So let's do the ca- four categories. Let's start with the medical, and let's talk about a few players that they need a good week in Indy when right. they go through that. Uh, you know, and they have to do over three hundred MRIs. They have to do uh, so it's quick. And yeah, you know, remember last year with Ruben Foster, that was not good. Got not, a little not upset. quick enough. Not quick yeah. enough. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it goes deep into the night. Uh, it's a grueling process that really tests your patience. But a few guys that we need to keep an eye on. I mean, Josh Rosen, to me, one of the first guys that comes to mind, missed second half of last year with a right shoulder injury. Uh, he and then he missed a couple of games this past year with concussion. Durability wise, uh, any worries long term with him? I mean, that's a big part of his evaluation, along with, I mean, we'll be talking about Josh Rosen here when we get to the interview process as well. But for the quarterbacks, Josh Rosen, one of the best in this class, durability, a question mark. Uh, the running backs, you know, these guys get beat up. They do. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Had that knee injury as a sophomore. Absolutely. What's going on there? Does uh, any long term effects? I mean, we mentioned it, I think, last show. Jay Ajayi, that was an issue with him. He fell out of the fifth round. Chubb, a second-round talent. Could he slip a little bit because of any questions with the knee? Uh, on Johnson, his shoulder. He got shoulder. beat up quite a bit. Sure did. Mark Walton, a guy we both like. We do like Mark Walton Missed a lot. Almost, almost all the season with a Miami, right ankle. Miami, by the way. I'm, right. just, I'm sorry. Yeah. With a right ankle injury. Anything worried about with uh, the right ankle? Uh, so the running backs, we know those guys get beat up. Something to watch there. Um and it's a, it's quite a crew too, you know, because everybody, you know, if you're not, it, it's there's a couple of the first round guys we've talked about. It's I'll be interested to talk to some scouts, general managers, and kind of what order they see these guys. Yeah, well, and you know, not and, this I mean, year, yeah, but past years, you know, where yeah, exactly Barkley rank with the Zeke with the right, Gurley. right? Because see, there's like you know Ronald Jones from USC, 
I wonder if he's really second on a lot of people's boards. I, I wonder if it's if Geis, uh, Johnson. I mean, all these names of guys. Well, not just the order, but depending on who you talk to. I mean, you got some people who have one first round running back. Oh, sure. And then I mean, I've I've heard as many as like three or four first round grades on running backs, right. depending on how you feel about guys like Geis and Jones. But it goes back to the combine, Dan. Again, you know, the medical questions a lot of the, some of these top guys have. Yeah, might and- keep people away from. Maybe take them a little bit earlier than we might think. Darius Geis being one of them. Yeah, I mean, he kind of got banged up with the knee yeah. in the in this or uh, was it fall camp, and, right? And that kind of plagued him a little bit uh, his final year in LSU. So yeah, no, absolutely with these running backs and the wide receivers. Anthony Miller, a player we've talked about from Memphis. From Memphis, uh, right? Player we talked about maybe could be on the Cowboys' radar on day two. Had the foot issue in the bowl game, uh, his final game as a collegiate player was out for the Senior Bowl. Everyone's kind of been hush-hush on the severity of the injury. Is it going to affect him moving forward? We need to get an update on Anthony Miller. That'll be big for his draft status. Yeah. I tell you what, I got him like as a second-round guy right now. Mm-hmm. But it, but but then again, it's in that second round where we're talking about the Gallup from Colorado State, uh, you know, Washington, James Washington from Oklahoma State. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm no closer right now to sorting those guys out in my – I kind of have an I think Miller's I think Miller's a hell of a player. I think he's a hell of a player. Back. But again, if it comes back where you're telling me, my doctor's saying, well, Brian, hey, you got to be alert. This is long term. This is going to be, you know, now, now does he is he still is he still in the mix with those guys? And that goes back to like what an event the combine has become. I mean, the teams are going to get this information and make decisions off it anyway, but like the media and public perception is such a big part of this. Like 10 years ago, Nobody's no nobody outside the you know front offices is talking about Anthony Miller's injury, but now it's like and and players have like strategies of like how they address it, how much they're talking. about Oh no, about he'd it. say he's going to get a question or two. Oh, absolutely, oh, sure. and yeah. like and you got to be. We should ask him. Yeah, uh, you know this happens every year. There, I mean, you brought up Jalen Smith, Miles Jack is another guy. Miles Jack, there you um, go. There was somebody last year too that I'm. John, or, um, John Ross was a guy with John the injuries Ross, in his history. Boy, he had a bad first year too. Yeah, he did. But it, it's just it's fascinating that like you know if you've got those problems in your past, you've you got to have a strategy for how you're going to approach it because it's such a visible event now, as opposed to 10, 15 years ago. It's just some teams asking you about your injury history. It's remember, way more than that. I remember now. sitting in the Hoosier Dome, looking around, thinking they'll never have this on TV. Hmm. You know, are you kidding me? Shows what you know. And exactly. I and that was what, mid nineties? Yeah. I mean ni- nineteen ninety five. I'm sitting there thinking and I'm I'm talking Is it the about, Hoosier Dome or the RCA Dome? It was before then it was the Hoosier Dome when wow. it started, then it went yeah. RCA. And then yeah, and then again there were like 10, 12 guys covering this thing. Now now you're gonna have Brian brought us get mad at everybody in the convention oh, center. I've been with I've been with Goose Goslin before when yeah. he's just furious that all these people encroached on his territory. They had, they had seriously. They had, we'll get into it. But you had ten. Had, it used to just be. I used to walk hanging out with a bunch of scouts all week. I used to walk out of the Holiday Inn there where the players stayed, and I would walk with Goose for maybe four blocks. And he did that with everybody. Yep. He would find somebody and he'd walk four blocks, walk back, walk four blocks, walk back. But that it, it was ten, twelve guys covering the whole thing, and then it, and, and everybody was worried like, oh, the media's outside. Well, now the media is outside across the street in the convention center about 3,000 deep. Yep. 
crazy. Okay, next uh, category you want to kind of get into. Uh, well, a few more medical guys. Yeah, I'm Her- sorry. Harold Landry. Uh, yes. You know, he didn't have the senior year yes. we expected from Boston College. First-round pass rusher, but what's going on with his ankle, lower body, anything to worry about moving forward? Uh, Kimoko Ture. Ture. Oh, my guy from Rutgers. From Rutgers, who... I really like him a lot, too. Oh, yeah. How do you know with that athleticism? Oh, my. And this he is, just looks good on tape. Physically, he looks good, but go he, ahead. He's impressive. A guy that played basketball in high school, didn't yeah. play football until his senior year, and he blew up as a freshman. Then he had some shoulder issues sophomore, junior year. Uh, played well as a senior, but sh- any long-term mission? Bad team, too, yeah. Right. Uh, Nathan Shepard from Fort Hayes State, that hand. Broke the, the hand at the, at the senior the, bowl. Senior bowl. Good and, player there, too. Yeah, and definitely a few guys at linebacker. One of our favorites, uh, Jack Sitchie, linebacker from Wisconsin. Huge. On Wisconsin. Yeah, hasn't played since October of 2016. Yeah, what did you think about him? We watched him the other day. I, I, I like him a lot. I liked him before. We watched like we watched him together, but okay. I but. I, I like him as a player. Like, I mean, like I said, I think I said this last week, I comparisons are dangerous, whatever. Like he reminds me of Borland. Like he's, Oh, he's a smart, that was my pet cat from several years ago. Concussion got him. He's a smart physical player. Like he typical Wisconsin guy. Like he's not going to wow you with like this insane athleticism, but he's just always in the right spot. Yeah. I hope the medical's good on him. Uh, a few more linebackers, Sean Dion Hamilton from Alabama, a guy who's really talented, but back-to-back years, he's had uh, season-ending injuries to his right knee. And so what's going mm. on with that? Um, Steer clear. Yeah. Corner, Jair Alexander, had his knee issue this year, missed a good portion. Yeah, second-round pick, though, in my opinion. There. I, I think he's a first-rounder my, myself. So, yeah, we're both high on him. Derwin James, uh, a guy we've talked about at length. Uh, you know, State. A guy we don't think will make it to 19, but you never know. Missed all of 2016, or most of 2016, uh, with uh, was it the Achilles. So, or no, it was the mis- meniscus, meniscus there. Meniscus, yeah. Uh, so, what is going on with the knee? And because he, he showed rust this year, but was it more you know mental and more conditioning, or is there something you have to worry about uh, with him? So, there are plenty more guys with medical issues, but those are just a few of the the top ones. Okay, well, we'll do this. We're going to take a break, and boy, God, once again, 20 minutes. Where'd it go? I wish it happened to me in school like this. It just flies, you know. It does. It flies. We'll take a break. I do want to get into the Twitter on the 20. Yeah, we can back it up. Back it up. Yeah. And then and then I do want to get into that. Let's do a little more, though. Let's do – can it come back with a okay. – come back with a little bit of – I want to get some more of this combine discussion. Being We're going to be there tomorrow or starting tomorrow. And then I'm going to come back. We'll hit the Twitter questions at the end of the day. Yep. Okay, you're uh, with the draft show here at the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Stay tuned. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. 
AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. Back here with the Draft Show from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. We appreciate everybody out there that's uh, taken an opportunity to uh, – Watch us right now. I kind of just looked at the numbers. 5,000, over 5,000 people uh, doing that right now. So, thank you guys. I, I hope you do not get let go from your jobs. And say, don't get in trouble. With yeah, don't get in trouble with the draft show. We'll be, you know, we're on the various platforms, but we do appreciate the live looks. Uh, I want to also thank Tommy Johns for their continued sponsorship of uh, Dallas Cowboys football and stuff like that, all our shows. Make sure you go to DallasCowboys.com. Uh, and uh, look that up for Tommy John is uh, and get your order taken care of there, get you right for the draft. All right, Dan, getting back into the uh, in, into now, I want to focus in on a little bit on the interview right. aspect of the thing. I think that you said medical. Now the, the interview most important. So give me some guys that you know. Hey, we always hear the whispers. Always hear the whispers from the guys saying Dane Burgley will tweet out there something very cryptic one day at the draft. He'll go. Hearing that Baker Mayfield is impressing, mm-hmm. you know, we always get that. We always get that him or right. him or Gil Brandt. One of those guys will throw out something. Hearing that interviews didn't go well for, yeah, Dane's gonna, fill in the blank. He's going to throw us a nugget. Yeah, this but, is this is the lying season, but you know, try to you try to swim through the the lies and figure out what's what's truth and you gotta yeah, talk to the right guys. Right, yeah, know who's lying to you. That's the that's the key, right? And so with these interviews, uh, obviously, it's not. You know, similar to the medicals, it's based on what we hear. You know, we're not in the room. We're not going to – there's not coverage of that, uh, except for when the players do talk to the media. But a few players that need to impress in the interview portion start with the quarterbacks. Josh Rosen, a guy we mentioned with the medical. Yeah. Plenty of uh, questions about his personality, his fit, uh, whether his arrogance will fit in an NFL locker room. Is he coachable? Um, you know, this is a guy who believes he's the smartest person in the room and that's just not always going to work in every situation. So how he, and you know, he should be himself, but at the same time, he needs to dial it back a little bit when he's in these interviews with owners or general managers or head coaches and, uh, come off a little more humble, come off a little more coachable. And we'll see if he's able to do that. Could say he needs to be humble and sit down. Maybe. You know who I think he is throwing the ball. I always say this. I think he's Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. yeah. He kind of has got that 
the, the way he's built, that kind of that slim, you know, moving around the pocket a little bit, yeah. makes some throw, makes some incredible yeah. throws, and then he'll make he'll just get sacked, and you're like, oh, what? I, I think you see a little Matt Ryan, you see a Eli Manning. Yeah, these are two guys that went to the Super Bowl. I mean, sure, Eli won two of them. So sure, guys that are. I don't mean that in a slam. I mean, I mean that as a comment because Matt Ryan, I think, is a pretty damn good. Was it league MVP? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But I think when you watch this guy throw the football, he's a guy, and maybe it has something to do with the. I know Matt Ryan's a, what two. Mm-hmm. This guy's three. It's something to do with maybe the that narrow thing. number, the narrow number on the body and the way he kind of throws the ball. But I think you're right. Do you think that do you think that that general managers try and try and make an abrasive conversation with him? To see Absolutely. if he, to see if he'll come out and be. Absolutely. You know, I would. I'd challenge him. You beat him. I would. I would challenge him. I'd see how much he really wants to fight me. I, I get what you're saying. Um, and he does come across as arrogant, but like I almost, I want that in my quarterback to a degree. Well, and that's I mean, that is the fine line that you have to figure. Out. And this is where the general manager and scouts have to put, you know, become a psychologist almost to yeah. figure out what's going on. Kind of a plan time. to talk to him, I think. Oh, you, absolutely. Yeah, you have to have a little plan, like, hey, let's piss this guy off. Let's, well, I mean, let's you see have, if we can do it. You have to kind of challenge him based yeah. on, you know, why don't you love football? You know, like there you go. just go right oh, that at him. Question, and, that question stings. Right. And, and kind of go into it with, uh, you know, because he's an intellectual guy. He's a very, he doesn't, you know, he likes to think things through. He's a problem solver yeah. with his mind. And so he'll challenge everything that you yeah. say. Yeah. Let me, let me give you an example. If you've ever watched Gruden's football camp, yeah. quarterback camp, yeah. those are the kinds of questions that scouts and general managers ask. These players, except on a different, except at different positions, and mm-hmm. I'm sure, and they're probably a little more harsh. I mean, Gruden dials it back a little. He bit. dials it back a little bit, but but you get the idea right. of the what kind of what were you thinking here? Yeah, you know, you, you try and see where the guy's demeanor really is. Mm-hmm. Is he is he, does it bother him when he gets criticized? Can he take? You have an idea if a guy could take hard coaching or not. What is he going to throw his receivers under the bus? Yeah, is he going to throw his left tackle? Yeah, under the bus? exactly. You know, you know it, Coach Moore really didn't have a very good plan for us at UCLA. Right. Exactly. And all of a sudden, you know, Jim Moore has a lot of friends in the National Football League. Right. Oh, yeah. He needs to be a little careful about who he who he says that because I don't. There's not going to be any question about his intelligence. No, I mean, not at I'm all. not worried about his ability to you know his recall i'm right. not worried about that just more his his demeanor and how that's going to play in the huddle are my veterans in the locker room gonna you know look to this guy right. and say okay this guy's a leader that's the big disconnect with with rosen right now so the combines are going to be huge for him Who but stick got? with quarterback baker yeah. mayfield baker uh, mayfield there you go the guy that you know we saw at the senior bowl but he still has plenty more questions to answer uh and he'll do it at the combine uh, a couple wide receivers. Can I say something about Baker yeah. Mayfield? I think when it's all said and done, he's going to be the one guy, maybe, there might be a couple others, maybe Griffin from UCF, that when they when when they interview him, when, when teams interview that's where we're going to get the Gil right. Brandt tweet. Um, everybody's falling in love with Baker Mayfield. I was going to say, I everybody's hope, falling, I hope you, you don't know. mean that in a bad way, because I think no, he'll light no. up the room. No, that's what I'm saying. He, it, it'll be, he will be the one guy... Yeah. That everybody coming out of the interview. Oh, that was, Baker Mayfield. Exactly. Boy, I wish I had a pick. I wish I could pick a quarterback. And that's Baker Mayfield will be that guy. With what Dave was saying about you Dorsey. Want, you want your quarterback to be a little arrogant. Yeah. yeah. See, I think that's where Mayfield will come off as arrogant, but in the competitive type of way. Right. Where yeah. right. Rosen doesn't always come off in, you know, he comes off arrogant like, you know, I'm smarter than you type of way. And right. so that, that will be a key distinction. For, and if I'm smart, if I'm a team, 
I'm doing their interviews. I'm doing all these quarterback interviews. I'm trying to line them up back to back to back. Oh, no doubt, man. So you You've can, got a plan. That is exactly so you what you do. Yeah. Pair these guys one Absolutely. after the other. You ask similar questions to a few of them. Can I ask you a question? How would you think you handled the interview for Lamar Jackson? Do you ask him about the Bill Polian stuff? Do you, do you say, you know, hell yeah. 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 There's people that don't think you could play quarterback. Right. I, what, I do you, what do you say to that? What if I, okay. What if we bring you to our facility as a workout and we asked you to run some routes? What would your response be? There you go. You know, are, yeah. you, are you open to it? Yeah. Are you, I mean, because you're baiting him to see if he'll say, hey, I'm, I'm just going to be a team player and do whatever I want to do or but see, whatever I, I yeah, can see, well, I, but, I but, but I don't want him to say that. Yeah. I want him to say, I want, did you see what Daniel, Daniel Jeremiah, well, a, a did you, great point. Did you see Lamar's response to that? Mm -mm. So Daniel Jeremiah was like, if anybody, yes, sir. Yeah. He was like, if anybody says yeah. Yeah. he's like, he's talking to Lamar yeah. hypothetically, he's like, if anybody asks you to play wide receiver, you say, I look forward to playing against you. Yeah. And yeah. Lamar Jackson, I think it was last night or maybe yeah. two days ago, quote tweeted him and was like, hell yeah. 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 No, that's exactly. I love that. Yeah. Attitude. yeah. It's one thing for Denard Robinson, who's coming out of Michigan yeah. for him to be open-minded to or Pat white out of West Virginia, right. open-minded to for playing another position. For Lamar Jackson, I don't, I don't want to hear. All right, you know, if you really want me to, you know, work out a receiver, I'll do it. No, I want him to tell me, uh, convince me. I don't need convincing, but I want him to still convince me that he's a quarterback. And I think that's the right mentality for him to go into interviews with. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Okay, some other guys. Uh, what These about quarterbacks are fascinating, by the way, to oh, talk to. What about the uh, receiver? I know you really liked from Florida, mm. Antonio Callaway. Callaway, yeah. You gave him a, what, a top three-round grade? I, I have him right now as I look at my board. Oh, Brian. Uh, don't do that to me, David. I got him in the third round. Yeah, and this is a guy who— Why do you always fall in love with, like, the questionable guys? <laughs> the gun runners? Yeah. Why? why? This guy's more the gun runner. He's, he's actually got kicked off because he stole— He didn't play at all last yeah. year. Was it, this, was in the, this guy was in the middle of the credit card the fraud. The credit fraud. card fraud. Yeah. 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 yeah and, this, and this was like— you know, this isn't strike one. This is like strike four for him. Which is why Brian loves him. He's <laughs> like, give me the bad, Wait, give me the bad guy. Brian's not wrong about his ability. He's just very unreliable. Brian's on, on never wrong about these guys' ability. <laughs> well, and unfortunately, what about the gunrunner guys? He's never wrong about their ability. Uh, 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 oh, He's wrong about I'm sorry. Else. Hey, my apologies. I know it's very sensitive. I shouldn't say the word. I shouldn't use the word gunrunner. I'm sorry. It's up for it's a it's a draft cliche. It's, it's I'm sorry. It is it is. It, I'm thinking of guys that are pirates no, and sure. You know, guys. Yeah, I'm thinking Un about those guys. Unfortunately, I'm, yeah, a yeah. lot of times. I'm sorry. I, I mean, no disrespect to anybody out there. No, I'm, I'm that's not my. I think not my okay. team. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm in a draft room here. I'm sorry. A lot of times, you know, these guys that are uber talented that never been told no in their lives, they've got some character issues, and Antonio Callaway is one of them. <laughs> Some, uh, the really some of the really good players. This kid, the talent is clearly there. Yeah, I might have him low on talent to be in the third round. Yeah, but Dane's absolutely right. If he's on people's boards, this is one of these guys you have to have a strong general manager to come in and say, you know what, we're going to take this guy. And the, the guy in Cleveland now, that guy in Cleveland now, that general manager in Cleveland is oh. not afraid to John take Dorsey is not yeah. afraid to take some. Yeah, he's not afraid risks. to take a risk. The popular comparison with Callaway is going to be Tyree Kill. Yeah, you know, exactly. Different issues, but yeah, but, much different issues, but the same type of yeah. 
Why'd you take this guy? Is he big that fast? He, he's a, he, he's not Tyreek Hill fast, but he's a big-time athlete. Big-time athlete. You watch him play. He makes some oh, incredible I rem plays. I remember him from UF. Oh, yeah. It's not his ability. My lasting memory of him from UF is botching a fumble or botching a punt yeah. uh, inside the five-yard line. Just yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like He's just so unreliable he, on and off the field, but, but the athleticism is off the chart. He's one of those guys you watch him play, and he's hard to tackle. Because he's always he's he's got the Des Bryant spin around just he's trying to fight for yards. I just want to point this out, like our guy, LSU's DJ Chark, maybe a little inconsistent, good character. Yeah. Brian doesn't like him. This guy, very inconsistent, bad character, not from LSU. Brian's just like give him give him to me. I love this guy. I want him. Well, one thing I do want to mention is remember last year with, I'm just saying Joe you're, Mixon. You're not wrong. Joe Mixon wasn't at the combine. Yeah, I remember, what happened I, to that rule? Yeah, they got rid of it, didn't they? Well, I, no, nothing's well, been said publicly about it. Yeah. Are there any guys, any high-profile guys oh, he's that there. that criteria? But wasn't it I, – I thought it was any like anything felony-related. I yeah. thought – I'm pretty – I could I think be wrong. it was more about domestic violence. I think violence. it was more about domestic, domestic violence. violence. Okay. I thought they, they included it for any, like, assault or any, you yeah. know, like – And I, there's a few guys in this draft. No, that with, Joe Mixon one was bad. I'm fairly, oh, wow. I'm fairly certain that it was just DV or, like, that type of stuff, which – It, it might have been. There was know. another guy that wasn't invited that – it wasn't just Mixon. No, it was Mixon and uh, I yeah, can't I'm blanking remember. right now. But, yeah, there was two notables. But I'm, This year we don't have that. And I thought it was more – it was domestic violence, but I thought it also included assault too. Uh, you might be right. I just remember they put a big emphasis on DV. Right. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, there aren't any big-time prospects no. who have that. No. I mean, it was, it was a bad rule, but it's good that, you know, we don't have that issue this year. Yeah. Uh, getting back to the interviews, Arden Key. Arden Speaking Key. of LSU – Hey, yeah. guy who have fun with that. Hey, big time combine for him uh, on during drills and then also during interviews. The medicals as well. It's going on the shoulder, the knee, the back, the finger. So, but the interviews, football passion. Yeah, uh, you're gonna put the work in to reach your potential. Yeah, teams are gonna have to try and figure this guy out because he's a first round talent all day. I don't know if he's gonna he, go that high. He is going to get compared to Randy Gregory. Yeah, he will. And it, you know what, good or bad. He is going to get compared to Randy Gregory. Fun fun little anecdote. I was talking draft with somebody over on the important side of the building the other day, and Arden Key came up, and uh, I was like, you know, I, I basically forget about that guy because there's so many red flags that I just like, I'm, I'm afraid to even think about him. And he was like, trust me, I haven't forgotten about him. Like, I think this is going to be big for him. Like, what kind of shape he's in, how he performs, how his interviews go. I mean, if he nails it. Arden Key? Yeah. Like, if he has a great combine, I think you'll see him talked about as, like, a you know, a first round. Like, like a, he's yeah. he's kind of the forgotten talent because there's so much unknown stuff there. But he could he's kind of – he's almost like Reuben Foster of this draft. A guy that you, you – I think if everything was clean, a top ten player – Possibly, but because there's so many questions, he could easily fall to the end of the first round or even into the second because of you have questions up and down. I mean, you want he come came back to LSU this year after his four month leave of absence. Yeah, he had a rebirth, quote unquote. Um, Wasn't in great shape. But that's oh. it. He, yeah, he was overweight, and yeah. yes, he had the shoulder surgery. Shoulder surgeries don't mean that you can't run. Yeah, and work out, yeah. and you know, keep off the bad weight. It just Plenty of questions with this guy. But, like, if he just – if he – you know, when you write your, like, guys who won the combine story, yeah, if he's one of them, 
then I think he'll shoot back into the first round conversation, which like, I feel like he's, he's not as talked about as he would be if there weren't so many question marks right Who now. Who takes the chance on him? Well, I, I'm doing, I do uh, release my updated mock draft today and oh, working on it, yeah. working Check on it the, over yeah. the weekend. I came this close to putting Arden key, new England, to new England at yeah. 31. That's scary. Uh, I, that, you know, if his interview goes well in New England, the medicals check out. New England does not draft like the rest of us. They don't and, have and, to. No, and, right. no, no. I mean this in a way. They don't care. Now, they will. No, they, 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 have, they, they have that luxury. They will look. I, I'll tell you what they will do, though. They will take some mock drafts and see where guys rank. Mm-hmm. You know, they will, they will put them in order of how many times a guy appeared at what spots. Yeah, I think a but, lot of teams will do that. With, but, you know. but they don't. But they they do they do not care no. one bit what anybody says. Uh, they, they, they're on their own. They're on their own mission there. Two more guys, real quick, yeah. uh, for the interviews. Two corners: Mike Hughes from Central Florida. There you go. Had that incident as a freshman that, where he left North Carolina. First round player. By Juco the way. last year showed up at UCF. Absolutely, he's a first round player. Uh, on the field, and then Holton Hill, corner from Texas. Ah, uh, first of all, like to, that guy has to pass like the her. drug test at the combine. Ugh. That's step number one. Please for him. do. And then <laughs> just the interviews and him holding up. Uh, He's a, another good player. Yeah. yeah, he is. I mean, second round, probably a second round talent. Here I'm, I'm liking guys that are thieves. <laughs> I guess I'm a white, cl- a white collar criminal guy. Am I? You're just, you just like the, like you're like everybody likes a bad boy. Like you, Holton wanna, Hill is a good football player. You, you just want, you want the satisfaction of taking the risk and having it pay off rather than just yeah. taking the. Yeah, and that's why I'm doing radio. Rather right than now. just taking the safe player. Yeah, high risk, high reward. I fight, I fight for the, I fight for the bad guy because you were a bad guy too no i mean there's i mean it's i go back i laugh about john gruden remember Derek alexander yeah yeah you guys don't like him because he's got a drinking problem <laughs> that was gruden one time Derek alexander wide receiver cleveland took him right yeah, he did. yeah everybody we were just everybody's oh well you know this guy no you don't want him ron don't want him ron don't want him, Ron. Got a drinking problem. No, I'm not. Gruden. I'm not. God, what do you think about Derek Alexander? Well, you know, Ron, I really like the guy. Got him a first-round grade on him. Then he's got a drinking problem. Oh, my God. This is so many drops right now. Yeah. So many. Yeah. Uh, that's those it. Are, those are Oh, I miss you, John. I can't wait so, to see John Gruden again. I've heard again. that story so many times, but this is the first time, I think, on air I've heard it. Yeah. But, hey, that's true. Scout, yeah. Scouts get in there and they start killing these kids. I mean, it's it just, it's, it's, and then next thing you know, the coaches come in and they're, and they, the coaches are just seeing football players, yeah, right? Right. They're watching the tape. They're going, I don't know what's, I don't, hey, it's like us when we sit down and watch and we can't figure out why, why, you know, we're, we're doing the draft. We're, we're day three and like, dang, give me your three best guys on the board. Yeah. And he's got a second round grade on a guy. Xavier Woods. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, wait a minute, the medical problem, right. red yeah. flag. Uh, alcoholism every freaking year it happens yeah every year every year it happens every year you got one more guy you uh guys? that's it for interview we're trying to do the athlete or we want to do yeah back? let's do that let's do we'll, when we come back let's hit the athletes and we'll do that that'll be a good one to do and then we'll do some twitter on the 20 then i promise okay. you we'll get that so okay you're at the swbc morgan studios with the draft show stay tuned cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it and your skincare should be no different a longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the dallas cowboys dallas-based jack black is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look smell and feel better visit getjackblack.com cowboys to get ten dollars off your first order of fifty dollars or more jack black look good smell good feel good 
Good, official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on Cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit Stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer near you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. Back here at the Draft Show in the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Brian Broaddus, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, Kent Garrison, executive producing. Once again, thanks, everybody, for being out there uh, with us and uh, hanging out with us on the podcast. Uh, however you're getting us live, later, you know, whatever. Hopefully, again, we're always about trying to investigate and educate. We'll be from the Combine. We'll be with you. We haven't got the times yet when we will be It'll probably be more after the in the evening uh, live stuff right. because we've got Eight. stuff all day assignments. Fairly late, if I yeah guess. yeah six o'clock ish. Yeah, and that's and we're an hour ahead, so we're in the Eastern time zone there. Are we? Yeah, are we? I believe we are. I believe we are. So yeah, but I'll figure that I'm out. We'll figure. We'll, no, no, we'll figure it uh, out. Yeah, thank you, Miles. Uh, but we will uh, Eastern time zone, I believe, once again. But yeah, we're, we will get the times. We'll tweet those out. We'll let everybody know when we're doing it. But we're going to be trying to be consistent about that. Show's coming off on Wednesday, Thursday. Damn it, Dane, he's right. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Eastern time zone, right? Um, right? It's almost like he's gone to this thing 30 times. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's one thing I actually can get right, and I can find restaurants for you there. By the way, I did say two reservations already made. Uh, <laughs> but we <laughs> Just let Dane finish this. I am. I am. But, right. but, but draft show uh, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and we'll yep. get you the time. Go ahead, Dane. Finish it up. All right. Let's move to the athletic, you know, the sexy part of the combine, uh, or as uh, some people call it, the underwear Olympics. Yep. But as uh, one of my mentors, C.O. Bricado, said, if you, God rest his soul. if you don't value the combine, you just don't know how to properly use it. That and true. that's what we're going to get a lot of numbers uh, from the agility uh, drills and a few guys that need to perform well. How about Cortland Sutton, wide yeah. receiver from SMU? Absolutely. A player who is a power forward on the football field, uh, big, athletic, he's fluid, he can make easy adjustments on the ball. How fast is he? That's a good question. You know, and I think a bigger worry is the route running, and he just needs to become a more polished player. Uh, and this is a guy who was recruited as a safety when he went to SMU. So he, and there's going to be a big jump from the SMU offense to whatever team he ends up with. But just how fast is he? If he runs under a four-five-five, I, I call that a win. Yeah, he's in the first round. Of yeah, it. yeah. Uh, but if he's a four-five-eight, 
or higher, yeah. then that's when we're thinking probably somewhere in the top 60. Uh, and it's amazing that a couple tenths of a second can matter that much, but they do. But they will. Uh, James Washington, kind of similar. A guy that did well at the Senior Bowl, had an illustrious career at Oklahoma State. Is he a 4-4 guy or 4-5 guy? Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of hard to judge his speed. We Some see him, separation there down the field. And we see that, but it's against Big 12 corners. And yep. it's it, free access. Playing in the Big 12 yeah. makes it tough to gauge speed sometimes. What DJ Chark, a guy you mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. and I've, I've said this before in past shows, if he hits that 4-3-1, 4-3-2 like Will Fuller, could he vault up and possibly sneak into that late first round? Team's looking for that speed. Yeah. I think it's possible. You can't yeah. rule it out. Yeah. Um, who else we have to talk about? Orlando Brown, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Heavy feet. We know that. But Offensive tackle, Oklahoma. Right. His dad was Zeus. Uh, not, Browns. Right. Not your typical left tackle. Uh, he's a big plotter. Mm -hmm. But he still has to test relatively well. Yeah, he, he, he can be average. He just can't be below average. Yeah, the, the film will be interesting. Because the film is, I think, is good. Mm -hmm. The athletic, I mean, you'll, you're going to see him. It's, he's not going to move with any a lot of grace. He's one I struggle with because now, I just I don't want to tackle with heavy feet. Now he's able to compensate in ways. I, but I, I just go back to I do not want to tackle with heavy feet, and yeah. so it's he's a tough one to figure out. Hopefully, the combine will help us uh, with that evaluation. Going over to the defensive side of the ball, Hercules Madafa, a player who is... A lot of questions about him. He's position confusion. A lot of A it. man without a home. Yeah. He lined up as an interior pass rusher for at Washington State, and he won because of that first step, initial burst, where he's able to attack gaps and pretty much end up in the backfield before the quarterback or running back can do anything about it. How is he going to look during, uh, you know, rushing off the edge? Can he bend? Can he drop in space? There are plenty of questions about Hercules Madoffa. If, if he performs well at the combine, I think he locks himself up in, you know, the top 60 picks. He, he's that type of performer. But if he doesn't perform well, then the questions just uh, are illuminated even more about, okay, what position is he? 245 he, pounds. Can he transition? Yeah. 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 So a lot of questions about Madoffa. Uh, Kimoko Ture, a guy we talked about with uh, Rutgers. medicals. Rap, Rutgers, yeah. Athleticism will matter. Vita Vea, can the 340-pounder get under five flat in the 40? I think Vita Vea is going to put on a show uh, with what he does. God, that's amazing. Really, it's uh, Don Terry Poe. He weighed in at 346, I think, and he ran a 498. Nice. And that put him, I think he was drafted like 12th overall by the Chiefs. Vita Vea is going to be a. I, I think a lot of these one techniques are going to are going to put on a show. I don't think he's the only one. Yeah. No, I think there's some of these guys we've Sinat. got. Sanat, and those guys. I mean, they got uh, like five one two on Sanat yeah. run. I mean, there's some guys in that. In that Deron Payne's a good athlete. Exactly. There might be some guys that hit right below five or right at it mm -hmm. on some of these forty yard dashes. Some of these guys, they're freaks. Absolutely. Uh, Lorenzo Carter, Georgia linebacker. He's going to test really well. Probably yeah, over forty in the vert. Fast, uh, the change of directions easy. But another guy, where, where do you play him? Exactly. What's is he? I don't think he's a pass rusher. I don't think he's strong enough. I don't think he has the power as a pass rusher. Can he drop? And does he have the instincts to play in space? A lot of questions about Lorenzo Carter. I but I don't think there'll be any question about his athleticism. And then we get to the corners where a lot of these guys are going to just test off the charts. Denzel Ward. Uh, Dante Jackson from LSU. My pick for the fastest forty uh, this you pick year. Jackson. Yeah, the fastest 40? He, he might hit the four twos. Mm. He, he's a big-time athlete. Record setter? 
Oh, what's his name? Ross last year was yeah, yeah. four one, one seven. Oh, I think it hit four two one. Four, didn't it? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, it went, it it was, went four two one. I, I don't think you'll get that, but four twos is definitely possible. Ugh. Uh, Tony Brown, <laughs> LSU fans in here. Tony Brown, corner from Alabama, same type of deal. He's a track athlete. He's going to test really well. And then Derwin James, uh, a guy we expect to. Really if Derwin James well. tests real well, you just kiss him goodbye. He's yeah. going to blow up. He's going to do it. Big. If you're a Cowboy fan, you need Derwin James just to flop. That would be nice. I think most Cowboys fans have accepted the fact that he's probably not going to be there at 19, but yeah. uh, I think the Combine's only going to Improve. magnify that. Malik Hooker wasn't supposed to be there either. All right. That, there yeah, you go. You keep reminding me that. Let me dream. Yeah, let me dream. Let me. Dream. All right, Dane, thank you very much. I appreciate oh. that. Again, Combine all this week, DallasCowboys.com. Dane, part of all that, we'll be there for you all week with uh, the interviews, content, writing about guys every day. Dave, okay, we got about 10 minutes to go. We can hit a little Twitter on the 20. Twitter, Twitter on the 20. Yeah, um, we do this every year, but I think it's important, especially for a combine preview. Uh, Dustin just wants a refresher on what drills matter for which position. So, like, you know, your, your three-cone matters right. for your pass rushers and, and that type of stuff. I think three-cone matters for every position. I do, too. It's that the short shuttle I mentioned CO, 20, yeah. CO Bricado earlier. Yeah. He created the yeah. three cone. It just it helps judge a player in space. It yeah. helps their change of direction. And maybe besides quarterback, I want to see how, you know, are they stiff? I mean, there's no escaping the three cone drill and the shuttles. Uh, if you're a stiff athlete, yeah, you won't survive. The oh, no, you, you will, you will, you will know a lot. You will, you will get exposed if you cannot turn and or you cannot bend and turn. And have any lateral agility that the, the three cone will kill you. And the forty yard dash matters for a receiver. I mean, in corner. I mean, cornerback is the stopwatch position because your yeah. draft grade and evaluation will matter a lot based on how you perform in the forty yard dash and some of the other agility drills. For pass rushers, I want to know ten yard split. Yeah, what's that initial explosion off the line? Uh, vertical. Do you have that lower body explosion? Same with the offensive line. Offense and defensive line too. I think that people like mm -hmm. to see defensive linemen with that ten. You know, right. no, I, no, I remember Tom a, yeah. Coughlin. He'll be down there timing it at the mm -hmm. tens. I mean, that's important to those guys. That initial burst off the off the line there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Kevin wants to know what position group do you think will perform the best overall? Y'all were just gushing about the defensive tackles, or somebody else. I would lean towards the corners because I think they're going to be blazing. I think Dante Jackson could get in the four twos. I think Dur or, um, uh, Denzel Ward, Ohio State corner, is going to be in the four threes. Tony Brown, I mentioned. So I think a lot of corners are going to run really well. Uh, but, yeah, we mentioned defensive tackles, really athletic group. Nathan Shepard, a guy from Fort Hayes State who we mentioned, I think he's going to put on a show uh, with what he can do. Uh, big defensive tackle who older prospect, long journey, but uh, here he is on the NFL's doorstep. I think he's going to have a good week in Indianapolis. What about the tight ends? Yeah. Well, you see, I mean, maybe as an uh, maybe some some athletic guys. I tell you, you I about Hurst. I finished Hurst tape uh, over the weekend. Put a kind of a exclamation point on his profile, his yeah. report. My comparison for him, I think you see a lot of Travis Kelsey in his game. There you go. I think and Travis Kelsey's. Thank you very much for watching the draft show, folks. He's a top five tight end Come in the on. league. Yeah. And That's what I'm saying. I mean, I think that this, if you look at Hurst, Godert, yeah, and and then and the Goddard's going to test Goddard, really well. Andrews, you know, we'll see. I mean, there's going to be some guy. I don't know if Andrews will test. I mean, I think he's a four seven nine guy on the the, but mm. maybe run better than that. But you'll see some guys that I have a feeling 
Aikens from Central Florida. I mean, he's, I know he's a former. I'm just talking about athletic ability yeah. and stuff like that. Gusecki's going to jump out of the gym. Exactly. There, there might be that, 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 that might be a group when it's all said and done. You don't normally pay attention to tight ends, but this might be a group that's worth paying attention to. And I think to. The, the tight end that won't test well is going to be Troy Fumagalli, and yeah. he's might be the forgotten guy, and that yeah. someone's going to get a good player on draft day. Disley. Washington, from Washington, yeah, Disley yeah. from Washington, another one. I mean, you love that guy. I, I you t- watched him like yes. less than a week ago, and you won't shut up about. No, him. but I'm talking about an inline player. I say he's a better blocker than receiver. I mean, this is a big man. Okay, he runs crossing routes all day. I get it, but I tell you what, you put him at wing, you put him in line, you put him on the move. This guy gets movement oh, yeah. on defensive ends. I mean, he will hold the point. He will wash guys. He's a road grader. He is. That's exactly what he is. If you want to, if you want one of those blocking tight ends, I, I wouldn't be surprised that you went ahead of Fumagalli as oh, far yeah. as a, as far as like a blocking guy. I think he will. Yeah. Nathaniel wants to know. He wants a prediction on who you think is going to be the biggest overall standout. Is it going to be a lesser known name who? puts himself on the radar like Byron Jones did, or is it going to be a guy that, you know, like a Derwin James who is already a well-established guy? About Davenport from yep. San Antonio. UTSA, yeah. yeah. Marcus Davenport. Marcus he Davenport. Test well yeah. At, yeah. You know, a guy that looks like a defensive end. I think he'll test really well. I agree. How about Daniels, the center from Iowa? Yeah. I think hey, another good. guy will probably test well, and you watch the drills. He will look so much smoother than everyone else. By the way, he was, I think, number 20 overall in my yeah. my, my mock draft yeah. uh, to the Lions. Uh, a guy I, got that, too, I got him too low, and I got him in the second round. Uh, no, he, I think he's a first round. He's got to be he a first is. round. I, I'm going to mess that one up. Uh, and Still you, time, I guess. He played guard and tackle as a freshman. So I think there is some versatility there. Went back and watched that tape. Kirk? Christian Kirk? Yeah, you think he's going to test that well? I think he could. See, there's some people that don't think he will. I don't know if he's. I think. I think his speed wise, he'll be okay. I think he'll be like the agility stuff. You don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Is he as sudden for the shuttle drills? I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, I, I, if, you, if you're going to run in the low in the high four threes, testing. I'm so impressed that Kent Garrison is keeping up with all the names we're just throwing out with his with his video. That's what good producers just, do. Yeah, what a beast. Yeah, that's anyway. an award winner, by the way. I just want to let everybody know. It's Caden Gates on the EVS. Oh, Caden. Oh, Caden. Oh, excuse Kaden. me. Kaden. Shout Sorry. Out. Yeah, Sorry. shout out to Caden. And our TV department, he's yeah. going to be an award-winning guy too. Matter of fact, he's the guy who came up with all the ideas for our, our little. Uh, he's a he's a hustler. He's he is got hustler. some hustle to him. Okay, speaking of hustlers, but uh, we we got we talked about Kirk. One more mention is Vita Vea. I, I think we, we talked about him obviously, but what he's going to do at 340 pounds, I think, is just it's rare. He's a unicorn. Can you disagree with me about Armstrong from Kansas? Do you think he does anything? I think he'll have a solid, uh, solid combine. Defensive end. Yeah, he's a he's a basketball player. You know, yeah. he's he's gonna move well. He's a balanced athlete. But well, people start talking about him, I'm talking about who's a buzz guy. Give me a buzz guy that somebody will talk about. I think about. what's gonna hurt Dorrance William or Dorrance Armstrong is I don't think Oka-Wamru? he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna be as big with the measurable. Yeah, I think you know that. I don't know. What his Are you arm say, again, say again. Who's Armstrong? That? Okay. I think the measurables might kind of quell the the vibe with him. Um, but, yeah, we always have – I mean, the, especially with these pass rushers. Arden Key, we talked about him, a guy that could really make a name for himself. Josh Sweat from Florida State. I think he's going to put up big Well, I could numbers. be really wrong about him. I'm so intrigued by these D-tackles because this is – you know, y'all are gushing about these D-tackles. But I'm sitting here thinking, 
that's not a position that I really think of as like like they, they don't have a run. You don't have a run right. on D tackles. The they way, might the way you do with receivers. This one runners. might. This might be one. If you don't get the right guy, you're thinking, okay, whoa, wait, I lost that Phillips. Would, I lost. Two, you know, that would be amazing because, like, I mean, I just I can't think of that ever happening where it's just like, okay, here comes the run. The D right. tackles are flying off the board. Well, we thought that was going to happen like what two years ago when we had Ashawn Robinson and Jaron Reed and I mean, that whole group. And it went like, it, the, but it was like 41, 48, yeah, 52. It, 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 it was it, kind of in there. It's yeah, but it was a little later on than we thought, I guess. Uh, and a D tackle we haven't mentioned today, Taven Bryan from Florida. Yeah. Who, you ask the defensive co- uh, coaches at Florida, they'll tell you that he was the best athlete on the team. Yeah. So I think he's going to test really well, and you know that could be the extra jolt he needs to make it into the first. Buckeye question for you, Dane, from John. Okay. Uh, OH. Denzel Ward. Mm-hmm. Still a top 15 pick if he doesn't measure out well. He's kind of on the short side. We, and we didn't talk about that fourth category, which is the measurements, but he's one of the guys in that category where... Like, if he doesn't hit 5'10". Right, 5'10's kind of the magic number for him. What's Hurst? I mean, I'm not Hurst. Uh, what's uh, what's my guy, uh, Hughes? Same boat, yeah. Is he... They, and and what, what's Fitzpatrick? Minka? Is, yeah, is he... I'm not worried about him. He's no, I'm just saying, though, but short... If you Depending on where you're playing... I think he's six foot. Yeah, he's six M- foot? Minka's not... Yeah. He's a bigger dude. I mean, at least not as... And, well, so... Alexander? What, what if he doesn't hit it? Or what if yeah, somebody I, doesn't hit it? Well, I think we're going into the into this combine knowing he's short. You know, I don't. So if he comes in at, we're talking Ward, right? Yeah, yeah. Denzel Ward. I think he needs to at least be close to five ten. If he doesn't hit, five, you know, five uh, ten, he needs to at least be five oh nine six, five oh nine seven. At least you know, be a hair off. What's his reach? It does say the length. The length. We saw that with you know Jordan Lewis, not the yeah. tallest guy. Yeah. But he had good length to him, and Denzel Ward, he needs good length because that's really the only knock against him. He battled Simi Cobbs. We watched that this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, at Indiana, and Cobbs Simi got Cobbs, the best of them a couple but, times. A couple times, but yeah, and it was down on the goal line down there. But I mean, he'll battle. Oh yeah. And he'll for battle. a shorter guy, he will battle. Just, and they they moved him over there. Matter of fact, to cover Cobbs. Play, play devil's advocate for me. Like, this is a guy that we widely, I mean, he's universally regarded as a top 15, 10, 15 pick. Right. If he doesn't, I mean, if he doesn't have that length, if he doesn't have that height, what type of impact does it have? Well, and some teams have strict policies when it comes to the cornerbacks. Uh, a team that this Mr. Team Broaddus here. used yeah. to yeah. scout for is Green Bay. Green Bay, and yeah. this team as well. Terrell I mean, Buckley did that. But I mean, I can't, I can't imagine him falling much further than like fifteen or twenty, even if he's got I, yeah, those knocks. Doubtful. Could we saw like Vernon Hargraves go in the top fifteen, a guy yeah. that wasn't the biggest or the longest. But you had a problem with Hargraves, right? Remember that on the length? Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of yeah. his. Yeah. Uh, but I think Denzel Ward, he has the athleticism to make up for it, and the, just the cover skills, the yeah. ball skills, instincts. Uh, it really, the only knock against him is the size, but in the coverage, height. The height is this problem, right? Well, and we don't know about the length. The we'll, length. we'll find out about that. And See, that's what Will said. Will McClay said that he... he it's not so it, much about height. It's not about the height. Arm it's length. about the arm length. Your yeah. reach. Your, yeah, your ability reach. to yes. disrupt the catch point. Uh, yeah. That's that's really where it matters. Because more often than not, wide receivers are going to tower over corners. But if you have that reach to at least disrupt the catch point, that's all you need to do as a corner. Yeah. And so for Denzel Ward, the measurements will be big for him, no doubt. There we go. We're uh, good to go. It's 11 o'clock. It is oh 11 my gosh, o'clock. Is it? If y'all want to keep going, we can. Why aren't we, why aren't we talking about Simi Cobbs, by the way? Hey, we'll, we'll talk about Simi Cobbs when we get to the combine. Big combine for him. Is he going to run? Yeah, is he going to run? What's he going to run? He got arrested last summer, too. So yeah. Interviews Woo! and oh, he's, got, he's got some nice tape. He does have some nice tape. 
All right, that'll do it for the draft show for the day, but not the draft show for the week. We'll be back Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday from the Combine there in Indianapolis. We'll have everything covered uh, from the morning workouts all the way through the evening and then talk about it at the end of the day. So I want to thank my scouts, Dane Brugler, David Hellman, Kate Garrison, executive producer. We appreciate everybody out there. We'll see you from Indianapolis.